0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. How's everyone's week going? Good. I had a jam-packed weekend this past weekend. I did gay days in the morning, and then I went to Diaper Active at night. It was a long, long Saturday. Um... For those that don't know, gay days is when basically the gays take over Disneyland and you wear red. Um, My partner and I have been doing this for a couple years now. It's always like a fun little tradition of, you know, we get the t-shirt and well, it's actually like a like a tank top. Um, We get the shirt and it's red and we usually wear like, you know, red shorts or like short shorts. And, you know, it's kind of fun. It's you know, it's fun that you're like surrounded by, you know, the queer community and um but we started bright and early because i told him i was like i want to go to Diaperactive after and diaper active starts at officially at nine and he's like all right well you know if you want to go to diaper active we have to get there at 8 a.m we have to get to disneyland at 8 a.m and so we woke up at five o'clock i was a very grumpy baby we went to starbucks and you know i got my coffee And we get to Disneyland, like, right when the gates are opened. And at first, it looked like a lot of people. I was like, oh, no, we're going to wait forever for everything. But then, you know, the first ride we went on was Haunted Mansion, because I was like, that one always breaks down, so might as well, like, you know, get it early before it breaks down. And it was only a 15-minute wait. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. And then we went on Indiana Jones, and that one was a 15-minute wait. And I was like, all right, so... It actually wasn't a, like a, I was worried that there was going to be long waits, but there actually wasn't. We actually got through all the rides or at least all the rides I wanted to go on fairly early in the day. I mean, like before noon. And um, so I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. And so after we went on all the rides that I wanted to go on or that we wanted to go on, he, su- he surprised me by doing the build-your-own-lightsaber experience, um, which just brought out the inner child in me because I'm obsessed with Star Wars. And so we go, and if you've never done it... This, um, What happens is you go to, I forget the guy's shop, it's named after a character, but uh, you go to a shop and you pick out the style and so they have like, you know, peacekeepers or like, like a Sith one and because, because I'm a Sith, I bought the Sith one and uh, he bought the peacekeeper style and they, and they bring you into this room and what I really, not to spoil anything, but basically what I really enjoyed is it was like a whole experience, right? Like they have, like I've built a lightsaber before, like a little plastic one where, you know, they just lay out all the pieces. But this one, there was like a story involved and lights and music. And, you know, if if you're a huge Star Wars nerd, you know what a kyber crystal is. And so, you know, you choose your own kyber crystal. Um, Just a crazy experience that just like put me in that like child mindset so I was like oh my gosh this is so cool and then they then they let you ignite it in like the little shop and it's, it's a whole to do so that was that was a super fun experience the only parts I didn't like gay days was um so if you want to drink at Disneyland the only place to do it is California Adventure until now where they've put a bar in star wars land or galaxy's edge and years before you could just show up and get on the wait list and you know you would wait however long there was for people to wait um, but this year that you had to do like a virtual virtual queue wait list and basically you go, you would go on the app and You would want to join the queue and it said, oh, all full, please try again. And I went up to the lady and I was like, hey, it says it's all full. And she's like, yeah, you just have to keep refreshing until it lets you join. And I was like, well, what's the what? (laughs) And so we stood there for like 20 minutes refreshing. And then we finally got into the queue and it said come back in 30 minutes. And I was like, well, why didn't you just tell me in the first place to come back in 50 minutes? I don't know. It seemed, I, I'm, it's probably a COVID thing. You know, they have to protect themselves, so I totally understand it. But it was just kind of like, why, why couldn't you just tell me to wait for 50 minutes? Um, if you've never been inside the Star Wars cantina, I highly re- recommend, um, I think it's called the Fuzzy Tauntaun. It has this, this little foam on top that makes your like lips numb. Um, don't snort it. I don't know what happens. They but every time they drop it off to anyone in the bar, they always say, "Don't snort it." I guess that's like a real problem going on. So uh, I don't know what happens, but you are not supposed to snort it. Um, but that was a, that was a really cool experience. Um, and then the only thing we didn't go on because of a virtual queue is the new ride, ride, uh, rise of the resistance. Um, same thing. They they tell you you have to you have to go on the app at noon and hit refresh and then. And then they'll it'll tell you if you've, if you've gotten on the wait list. So at noon, we were all sitting in this like restaurant area and everyone's on their, on their phones. And as soon as noon happens, you see everyone hit refresh. And the people around me didn't get on. They didn't even get on the wait list. We got on the wait list. Um, but it didn't even matter because, you know, at 9 o'clock at night after we had already left, they said, oh, sorry, you couldn't go on today. And it's like, all right, Disneyland, well, I already left. Um, but overall it was, a it was a very fun experience. Um, and then diaper active. So after Disneyland, we went to, to LA and got ready for diaper active. Um, and if you've never been to diaper active, it's basically, um, all these diaper boys take over the bullet bar and we put, so I was part of the crew to like help set up a little bit. And so I helped put stuffies around and, you could totally tell the people in the bar were not ready for what was about to happen because they're all, you know, they're all sitting there, you know, drinking and smoking their cigarettes and cigars and stuff. And all of a sudden, you, you know, you see me in this like monochromatic t-shirt um, in a diaper putting stuffies all over the tables. And, you know, they're like, what is going on? And mind you, there's porn playing on the TV screens. And then all of a sudden, it switches to, you know, guys in diapers. <laughs> so they must have not read the poster because a lot of them, I mean, not judgmental looks, just kind of like what's happening. Is is there a parade? What What is going on? And so, you know, we do a whole bar takeover. Um, people come from all over, you know, friends from San Diego, friends from, you know, far north. I didn't see... Any San Francisco peeps this time, but, you know, people in San Francisco have made the trick. And then the person who puts it on, um, Don Mike, who I've interviewed on the show, um, you know, he says people as far as like, you know, the East Coast come over. And so it's this huge event that, you know, everyone comes out for. And then as soon as you get there, you can get, you know, some people came in diapers, other people didn't. And if you didn't come in a diaper, um, what I really like about this event is there's a changing tent and Tykable sponsors the event. So they send like all these packs of diapers and you can get changed in a changing tent at the bar. How like, how cool is that? And then on top of that, um, I haven't gotten it in previous years because I never got there that early, but this year I got there early. And you can get your drink in this little, um, like bear sippy cup. Kind of, it has like a straw. It's not really a sippy cup though, but because it has a straw on it. But it's like this cute, like you know, like baby themed, um, you know, event. And then on top of that, you know, there in past years there were diaper porn playing on the TV screens. But this year, kind of like what I was talking about, um, in past episodes, is you know we did this kind of photo shoot where we, they showed like little um, ABDL vignettes, you know, someone, you know, checking my diaper or someone, you know, putting on like a tutu as to be a sissy. Or, you know, there was another person who was doing grabby hands or there was a pup, you know, getting, uh, these little play toys sit on his head. So it like it really set this like really fun environment of where you could just like relax and, you know, talk to other ABDLs. Um, I, coordinated my outfit you know everyone was in like their very cute onesies and so i coordinated my outfit with my friend pamper player we played we wore these i want to say monochromatic t-shirts but i don't know if they're monochromatic so basically like one sleeve is one color the other sleeve is another color the chest area is a different color and then we both had our little like helicopter hats it has like a little it's a little blade on top that spins um so super cute to coordinate with him a lot of other people just you know wore onesies very cute onesies other people just wore you know a t-shirt and and a diaper and so it was it was a very cute event a very welcoming event and what i loved about it is you know you could you could talk to other people that you've only seen online or you know you could or you can meet new friends like while i was sitting there i noticed this one guy who was wearing just like a t-shirt and diaper and so I just went up to him. I was just like, hey, uh, is this your first Diaper Active event? Because he seemed a little shy. And he's like, yeah, this is my first Diaper Active event. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, how did you find out about it? And he said, oh, I met this guy online. And he said that I should come. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then he talked to me about how like this is, you know, he hasn't met a whole lot of people. And I think that really resonates with a lot of people in this community, right? Like the, our first contact with another diaper lover is online, and it's not really until we go to these events that we really meet people in in person and then you really start to discover this side of you you're like oh you know this isn't this isn't weird, this is just a kink, and I really enjoy it and so that's to me that's why I personally love diaper active that it's it's an event in a public space. That you could just be yourself and it doesn't and it's not weird and it's not it's not a thing it's you know you're just a you're just a person wearing a diaper and it also made me reflect on how far I've come you know as a diaper wearer as a diaper lover because I remember my first diaper active I remember you know standing there and not knowing anyone and I just remember this this one guy um came up to me and you know did the same thing he started talking to me and asking about my journey. And so that's that's what I really love about this event is that, you know, you, you you make friends in the community and then now you have, you know, just another person, another person to talk to. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the next Diaper Active event. So anytime you go to a diaper event like Diaper Active, you will notice that there is a variety of onesies available to diaper wearers. Um, I currently have a whole closet full of onesies, which is funny because, you know, I kind of just wear the same three. But I'm always looking for, like, what's the next onesie that will really, you know, really fits in with the newsy baby style? which I'm still figuring out what Newsy baby style is, but I'm always looking for a cute onesie that, you know, that I could wear to these events. And so this week I talked to an ABDL business called Crinkle Kit. They currently have two very cute onesies. Um, they are a partner of Playtime, and Playtime currently produces Newsy's Nook. And so I talked to the co-owner, Renee, about how did they start the business um, and where do they want to see it go, and what other products they would love to offer in the future. So here's Renee talking about what onesies they currently offer at Crinkle Kit.
1: So as of right now, we focus on printed onesies. We have two currently available. Um, we have our Lil' First design, and we have our Dungeoneer's design. Right now, we also display on our store that we have a premium onesie called our Scorcher onesie. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not yet available. Uh, We are hoping to have that in stock soon. We had delays, unfortunately, because of everything going on with the pandemic, the fact that the canal got blocked all those months ago. There's still backlog of all of that, but we're hoping to have that within the next month.
0: Right, and if people have never seen these onesies before, I would have to say they are they're they're not your plain onesies either. They're, they they kind of have like an exotic design to them. Can you talk a little bit about um what was the approach going with the more kind of cartoonish, a lot of cartoons on the onesie?
1: Sure. So, our whole thing for a couple of the designs. So let's start with our Dungeoneer design. That was one of the first ones that we came up with is that we wanted to give a onesie that could be used by not just littles, But anyone that might be more comfortable in something like a onesie. We wanted something that could be worn, not just in the little space, but could be worn out in public. Or if you're going to an event and you just want to be comfortable, you can do so. There's nothing on the design that kind of stands out as being babyish. It's based on a Dungeons and Dragons theme. So we have... Our cute little dragon character in a couple of different poses and then we have a warrior, a mage, and a cleric that are all going around on their adventures and it's just a cute little design. We also have our Lil' furs design which is definitely much more baby designed. Uh, we have, we call them Lil' furs because all of our characters are wearing their diapers and it's kind of playtime so you have a wolf that's playing with some blocks you have a horse that is uh, doing some hoof paintings you have a rabbit that is playing with those little ring towers and just an assortment of characters that are on the design being cute and just having a good time that one i would say is just a little bit more on the baby side so maybe not something you would wear out in public if you're not comfortable with it but it's very cute very animated
0: it is very cute and it's all it has and you know i think you could definitely wear it out in public because it kind of gives this like um like old old school cartoonish kind of vibe to it and there's so many little little cartoons on it like you were talking about there's a little dragon there's a little cat that from a distance you can't really can't really tell what they are but you know up close it's like cute and adorable
1: oh certainly and i mean like we've uh we have had it worn out in public my partner tiny she's worn it out for some of our photo shoots it's really comfortable it's really cute and so yeah definitely could wear it out but it's more it's not quite as open as let's say our dungeoneers as i mentioned
0: and then your scorcher one that you said was going to come out pretty soon that one that one looks like a little devil, doesn't it?
1: Well, so that one is actually our dragon-themed design. So what it actually has is it's a hooded onesie, and it has sewn horns on the hood. But then on the back end, we have removable wings and tail. And so the removable parts are done with metallic snaps. The wings are, they can kind of be formed a bit. They have a bit of a like a wire inside and so they can be formed a bit and then the tail it comes out at a pretty decent length uh and it just wags around comfortably and as i said both of them can be removed so that if you want to wear it but you find that it's being a little bit uncomfortable if you're sitting you can easily just attach it and then reattach it when you go to go
0: you know i don't buy a lot of onesies is there a onesie like that on the market right now
1: So, we wanted to look around and see how we could be unique. And we know that there are uh, diaper covers that have, you know, tails that are involved. And we've seen onesies that might have um, like a simple tail uh, involved, but we haven't seen anything like this in any other shops so far, um, especially with the removable aspect. And so, we honestly think that this is a first regarding our Scorcher.
0: It's definitely a first for me. I haven't seen anything similar to it. I think a lot of people will definitely enjoy it once once it does once it does come out. So what makes Crinkle Kit stand out from all the other onesie companies?
1: Certainly. So, I mean, there's so many different onesie shops out there already. There's new ones popping up actually almost every day. My partner found one just recently that came out a couple months ago. And so we don't want to be just another onesie shop. We want to be a company that actually shows that we put time, effort and care into our product. And so one of the major things that we do do is we have printed labels on our onesies. And so we don't have the physical tags that are sticking out on the neck on a lot of articles of clothing. We want to make sure that for those who have you know, sensory issues that they don't have to worry about a tag digging into the back of their neck. And one of the things that we actually want to be more mindful of as well is to be more inclusive of a lot of different individuals. And so one of our goals is uh, sizing wise to be more inclusive of, of all body types. And so a lot of different people have different types of bodies, different shapes, you know, and not everything is going to fit nicely for everybody. And so our goal right now is to fix an issue that we currently have with sizing. Right now, we received in our first order, unfortunately we received a little bit too small from our initial size chart. And so we're actually in the works of developing our new size chart that is going to be more inclusive of all different sizes. And so we want to be able to say, hey, you know, we can accommodate more individuals. And one thing we're looking into as well is also possibly incorporating a custom sizing shop so that, you know, if you don't fall within our size chart, that's okay. Reach out to us, we'll work with you and we'll contact our manufacturer to say, hey, we'd like to go ahead and with this next order, place an order for, you know, this the specific dimensions to work with individuals who they want to partake, they want to be a part of the community. And we don't want people to feel left out.
0: I love that. I love the whole inclusion of it all because sizing is very personal, right? Like, um, you know, I tend to be on the bigger hip size. And so sometimes there's onesies that I can't wear. And so I love that you've taken the time to really look into that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I mentioned our custom sizing. Unfortunately, that's not yet available. We do want to make it available in the future, because as you say, like, there's certain ones that you can't wear. There's certain ones that I can't wear, you know. And so I want to make sure that we can be inclusive of more people. That is our goal is we want to make this available for more individuals.
0: I love that. Let's talk about your business. How How did this business start?
1: so this one is going to be something that actually came from my partner she is the primary creator of crinkle kit um and so it started as because of the because of the whole pandemic it's kind of what started this all Uh, my partner was looking for new work because she uh, used to do sex work and so unfortunately with the borders being closed a lot of her clientele we're stuck on the other side of the border. We live in, you know, a border town and so a lot of her clients used to come from across the border. And so she found herself taking more risky jobs with new clients, people that, you know, weren't necessarily normal and not getting into not so favorable situations. So she figured that needed to still make money to survive. So where could another passion come from that she could put her heart into? So that's when, you know, she's been an age regressor for a while, being a little, and she wanted to go ahead and get into the community and give back to a community that has given her so much in the past. And so initially, we had set out to actually start with uh, pull ups because one of the things that we noticed is that pull ups are, you know, something that a lot of Littles have been kind of clamoring for for quite a while. You have the granny panties from Walmart, and they're not very stylish. And so we wanted to give something that's a bit more than that. Unfortunately, it's a little bit too big for us right now. We're still researching it. We're still looking into it. And we want to do it eventually, but we wanted to start somewhere a bit smaller. So we decided to switch gears to onesies for a start. So we start small and we're gonna grow bigger and get the space that we need. So she started with making her own design and scouting for some other art talents that might want to join us. And so around the time of designing her first onesie, unfortunately, we actually lost someone in the Baby Fear community. Um, And it really hurt uh, the community with the loss. Uh, That was with Rebecca Dragon. Um, she was very special uh to the baby fear community, and she touched a lot of people's hearts and so you know she wanted to sorry um no, one kidding. one thing that Rebecca had always wanted to do was to actually turn everybody into dragons <laughs> um in her chats, you know she would regularly go rah and Aww. would long for other people to be dragons and so right there um tiny had decided that she was going to produce the dragon design which ended up being our scorcher um and so you know with the scorcher having been a part of that it's something that's going to be special for tiny and and myself Um, and one of the first designs actually of it was of Rebecca Dragons uh Fursona specifically in mind um, with feathered wings and such with their her color palette. However, we we didn't want to release that, that if we were to ever produce that, it would simply be sent to her her partners. Um but we've we wanted to kind of you know pass on the wanting to change everybody into dragons and so we released, we are going to have in our store, our red and yellow version of our dragon, our scorcher, and our purple and yellow version, uh, kind of in reminiscence of Spyro a little bit. Um, And so, you know, those are the two that are going to be coming to the store uh, soon.
0: Oh, I love that. Not only is your business inclusive, but it's really connected into a community, isn't it? It you know, you were inspired by this person and living on in her legacy, you now have products that are inspired by her.
1: Yes. Um we it it, it was it was a difficult time um when that when that happened um with everything kind of just happening and lining up and and wanting to do something and and to reach out we we kind of went this road and we just wanted to do what we could um to kind of give back uh with the community so right
0: and how has the community been responding i'm i'm actually not i don't know anything about baby fur, so enlighten me How, how is how is the fur community responded to your business
1: so we so we ended up um launching this design on kickstarter because if we were going to go anywhere we wanted to make sure that this is something that people that people actually wanted and so we launched our kickstarter and we made all of the channels aware that we were that we were part of you know baby fur community outside of the baby fur community with with just the abdls you know we we posted it everywhere we could possibly think of and the response was actually really, really well received. We were funded in four days of wow. a 30 day campaign. That's and amazing. we, yeah, we we were blown away by by everybody coming together and wanting wanting this product. And so we set out that you know we wanted to offer more than just the uh, purple and yellow and red and yellow, for our Kickstarter backers. So we made four custom color designs that were Kickstarter exclusives, and it just it blew up even more. And we ended up, you know, exceeding our expectations, which actually allowed us to launch Crinkle Kit and bring our printed onesies uh, into effect as well.
0: That's amazing. So this has just been like a roller coaster of a ride for you guys.
1: It has. Like we. Honestly, we didn't know exactly where this where this would go. Um right. the fact that it blew up so much on Kickstarter, we were like, okay, we can take this beyond just the scorcher. We introduced our dungeoneers as a as a bonus actually with the Kickstarter. Um people could order that as well. Um and uh and then from that, we also decided to design the the little furs as well. That was introduced when our when our store first launched, um, and our online store has been available for the past month and a bit. So,
0: wow! So super new business, and even though you are super new, where's this roller coaster going? Where do you where do you want to see this roller coaster going in the next year, in the next two years? Where where is this roller coaster going? What is like a big aspiration that you that that you want to see come into fruition?
1: So one thing that has always been on the mindset of my partner Tiny is that and and the whole namesake of Crinkle Kit is that we want to have kits. We want to have um available as like almost introduction or starter kits in which you can order not just a onesie, but you can order like onesie or two onesies, or maybe a pacifier, and maybe a small pack of of introductory diapers, we want to have the ability to introduce people to age regression to um, the ABDL uh, space, or to the baby first space. Um, We want to be able to produce this for people. And so one of our biggest goals is that for now we are going to continue working in the onesie space we're going to as i mentioned we have plans for more premium onesies to come out but we want to get to a point where we can go ahead and actually bring those pull-ups to the community Uh, it costs money it's expensive but Mm -hmm. we want to do it we want to get to that point where we can say guess what everyone here's the pull-ups y'all have been asking for and then at that point we're going to want to look at you know bringing out more products, more things to kind of give more of a more of an inclusive feeling and more options for people in our shop. And so as I said, we're going to be bringing out more premium onesies. We're also going to be bringing out more uh, printed onesies as well. Uh, but we want to reach that goal of being able to bring out those pull-ups and to make those those kits, those crinkle kits. Uh, into fruition.
0: That's amazing. And then what about, you know, it seems like um, age regression and just like ABDL businesses, they're they're popping up all the time. You know, you always see a new one come out. Um, what would you have to say to someone who's thinking about doing an ABDL business or just doing a kink business? Is there any advice you could give them right now?
1: Know your goal. Know your market, have something that makes you unique. Because as you say, there's lots of shops popping up. There's lots of of people getting into this type of thing, into this business. And so, having something that you can call your own, something that can make you stand out, is going to be key. And so, you know, for us, we have our Scorcher currently. And as I said, we're going to be bringing out our other premium onesies soon. And so, having something that you can call your own is is going to be important but also with any business is that just make sure you know what your goal is make sure you know where you're going with it otherwise it's going to be overwhelming and it's going to be it's going to be something that can almost be unruly at times like i mean even for me i struggle with it sometimes and my partner, you know, we both struggle with it at times, but it's something that we want to see happen. It's something we want to do. And so make sure you have that mindset.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Where can people find your products?
1: Sure. So as I mentioned, you can find us on cranklekit.com. Okay. On our main page, we have all of our all of our products currently because our catalog isn't very large. We have everything sitting on our on our main page. Uh, we have our little first printed onesie, our Dungeoneer's onesie. Uh, our Scorcher is there. Unfortunately, it's not available yet. As I said, it should hopefully be coming sometime next month. Uh, and we actually also have our vinyl stickers that are available that I did not mention yet. Uh, we took our little fur's characters and we decided we're going to make them cute little vinyl stickers that you can go ahead. paste paste them wherever you want and so we have individual prints and a pack of all the characters if you're interested in that
0: oh they they can put them on their diapers and stuff or like on their books or something
1: put them on their diapers on their books water bottles computers wherever you might want and uh yeah those are available as well
0: well thank you renee for coming to Newsy's nook
1: no problem i'm glad you had me here thank you
0: thank you right kiddos well i'm leaking so i gotta go change but if you want to continue to follow me follow me at newsy baby on instagram and twitter and then check out that link in the bio for a link to my just for fans page and make sure to use promo code newsy baby at the playtime store for a little discount especially on those crinkle kit onesies and make sure to tune in next week because i prepare for Locktober. Locktober is coming in October and so I'll have a very special guest. I'm sure you have heard his work and he's going to guide us through Locktober. I think it's going to be a really fun experience especially if you don't have a key holder. So make sure to tune in next week. I won't say who it is. It'll be a surprise but tune in next week for that fun guest. Alright kiddos, I gotta go change. See ya. Bye. Bye. to read? I don't know how to read, but I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Play-Zine. Yeah, I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.